and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is in three, two, one, let's go! Fallen! All right, all right, everybody take a seat, grab a drink, let's get this show started. Gotcha. Oh my God, it sounded like I was having PTSD from church days. Got him. Oh. Three, two, one, we're on. We are live. You are on something. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's right. That's the number of the beast. It's always been that way. Mm-hmm. Three, two, motherfucking one. I know. You should have just, yeah. Right? Yeah. Best intro ever. Ooh, Best scary. intro ever. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, Countdown. Almost to the end of season two. Oh, I know. I can't believe it. I know I mentioned it last week, but uh, these last, because the reason why I'm counting down is every single episode this month is the last one. Oh, yeah. Of, of its kind for season two. Um, last week, that might have been its the last of its kind forever. For sure, <gasps> Tales from the Guard Tower, which is today's episode, is uh, going to keep going on. Yes. People, people love this stuff. Yeah, it is interesting. What are we talking about today, Crystal? Why did I make that little intro? And what's the connection? Let's oh, see, if, see if you get it. I think it's Jesus stuff. Well, it is. It's the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, like the, the Indiana Jones movie? Just like the documentary Indiana Jones. <laughs> That's the only thing I ever knew. I didn't even know what it was. Well, because you're not Catholic. <clears throat> oh, I yeah. I think Christians, I mean, it's a... It's a Christian thing, but do you guys learn about this or do you just not pay attention? I think I don't pay attention because my you're kids more know a lot more than, than I do. Yeah, like we all went to church, but they learn because they had all those storybooks and they ha- they simplify it. Yeah. And I and we didn't have like cute little storybooks you didn't when have I was none little. of that. I went to school in uh Mexico. I went to oh. a Catholic school. I also went to all my uh my Catholicism and all my classes and and you guys you know, probably pray to the Ark of the Covenant. You pray to anything to everything. Well, Toast saints. with you guys Jesus. don't have saints either. We don't have nothing. We got Jesus. We don't put nothing yeah. in front of Jesus. We got it all. We got all this cool shit. They scare you too. We got the devil. We got everything. Yeah. And so the reason why, um, you know, like, obviously that's that's from uh, Revelations. It's the the mark we're, of we're the living in revelations right now. we're living in revelations right now that's why partly why i i picked this topic well you know it's been it's it's been selected uh a long time ago but so I figured, maybe god picked it a year ago yeah, for you to just, write about because he knew the shit that was going to go down yeah Ooh. well technically this one yeah you're right because um this uh we were supposed to talk about the Ark of the Covenant mm-hmm. a few months ago, mm-hmm. except for I, I replaced it with something else. I forget why, but that, that other topic was supposed to be on today. Uh, and whatever it was, it was more relevant at that time. So that's why I switched those two. So it's weird because that topic was relevant at that time. And now this topic actually makes sense now since it's oh. almost the end of the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so the, the the relationship between the Ark of the Covenant 
and the marking of the beast or revelations is because supposedly the well i've we're going to get into this and explain to you exactly what the ark of the covenant is and what it's supposed to be there for but there's some ties to the end of the world with really? the ark of the covenant yes and so that's why there's there's that there's kind of good and evil kind of thing you know good versus evil so that's why oh, i like figured you. start the show yep and um so why don't we just start with um explaining to everybody what the actual ark of the covenant is um so the ark of the covenant also known as the ark of the testimony uh, in, in a few verses across various translations of the Bible as the Ark of God. Uh, essentially, it is a wooden uh, chest with a lid covered uh, described in the book of Exodus. Uh, it is also gold plated. Uh, essentially, it has it's about two feet by four feet, uh, two feet deep, two feet wide, uh, four feet long. And it has gold angels with angel wings kind of coming over them meeting meeting at the middle like two at each end with their wing the tips of their wings meeting uh we'll post pictures obviously for you guys or you can do a little thing called google and uh well see if I they think let they you look like eagles and kind I of think kind of looks like eagle wings coming together but it's so supposed they to be knew angels america was going to be like a big deal yeah. when this came to fruition that's, that's interesting so what's in this arc you might ask so what what you do you know just off the top of your head and the 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 little bit of research you've done and by you I mean the information I've given you <laughs> on paper what what do you what's in the ark of the covenant Well it's supposed to be the 10 commandments like the tablets which would be amazing So my first question my first question is we are not debating whether it exists right we're we're going on that it exists. We're talking about where it is. Well, yes, no. and yes and no because I, I, I I'm I'm a skeptic. Um, I, as I get older, I've been more of a skeptic on just religion itself. Like, what is the right religion? You know, I grew up Catholic. Um, does God even exist? You know, those things. I know people are going to be all shocked or hating on me, but that that's the truth. I'm just being honest here. Uh, I've kind of stepped away from religion a long time ago and just kind of questioned everything, right? What's real, what's not, what's what's a story. And so for me, you know, I, I'm just going to be honest. I believe that a lot of these things, you know, um, were created by humans. Stories, right? Mm -hmm. So the story of Abraham, the story of, you know, even Jesus. And so, yes, it, these could have been real people. Um, real events that were exaggerated by humans, you know, right? Or even taken by world leaders at mm -hmm. some point, kings uh, and queens, and to to rule their people, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of stories to to guide, uh, you know, humans because you know you can only, as we've seen lately, you can have all the uh, guards in the world, but you cannot protect your kings and queens when all the people decide to go against them, right? It's happened in France. It happened in, you know, in, in, in England and, you know, hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, there's revolutions all the time. Right. And so in order to overthrow, you know, or I mean, I'm sorry, in order to to control the people, <laughs> I believe, you know, kings and world leaders needed something bigger than just power. Right. More than just weapons and and. and, and, and guns and things like that to keep the people because at the end of the day if you treat your even the people that serve you 
the people that guard you, you know, they could also turn against you, right? And so the only way to really, really keep control of people is through, through you know, mind games, essentially. So religion, you know, saying if you don't do this, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, if you can turn against your, your kings here on earth, you know, the afterlife is you're going to live a life of, of, uh, of horror, right? You're going to go to hell or whatever, whatever that you believe in, whatever afterlife you believe in or whatever afterlife they made you believe in. Right. So I believe a lot of this stuff was made to control the masses, right? So religion, you know, that's the creation of heaven and hell and making people believe that, you know, if they didn't behave here on earth, that there was the afterlife and, you know, something, either a better life was waiting for you or a worse life was waiting for you. So if you didn't behave, you'd go to hell. And so that was a way of controlling people other than just through their armies and militaries. Right. That's just well, one of my, my thoughts. The question though. is, but do you believe that there's an arc of the covenant? Like, OK, for so, a hi so, yes. So I, I, I think that because even 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 if the the stories or religion is, is man made, um, like I said, a lot of these people were real, right? And these stories were just mm -hmm. exaggerated, right? Because the people needed heroes as well, right? So who knows? David Koresh in like a thousand years <laughs> might be like a, a Jesus to somebody else, <laughs> right? Somebody else could take that story of David Koresh and, or who knows, the Mormons, you know, could be the, the, <laughs> the, the, the ruling religion in a thousand years, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so yes, I believe that some of these artifacts are real. They just happen to be man-made. And they might not have all the powers that people believe in, right? So, for example, you know, the, the spear, and, and I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's the spear that essentially punctured and wounding and killing Jesus on the cross. Um, you know, if, if Jesus was a real person, you know, maybe not exactly the son of God, but the real person, you know, who really mm -hmm. existed. And, um, you know, that spear was a real spear that was, you know, used by a, a Roman soldier. That could be a real thing that did exist. And it gave people, uh, uh, power, well, not real power, but like, for example, um, was it Napoleon, Hitler, a lot of world leaders, Alexander the Great, they were all after the spear because they believed it had powers uh, that would make them kings, you know, and rulers of the world. So, you know, these things, while they might not have real powers, they, they have power to influence people. So, yeah, I believe these items could exist. Right. Okay. So going back to this, I know that was a, a long that was a 10 minute <laughs> answer to your you know, 10 second question. But, um, but I think it's important for people to understand that, especially, uh, you know, I, I want to talk about my mindset on this stuff with it. I love history and I love, you know, um, these type of things, um, archaeology and these, these 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 it's fascinating to understand these things. Right. Whether you believe in religion or not, these things are still fascinating in what they do. Uh, to control people, what they do for people, you know, and, and they can cause a lot of, you know, good things to happen mm -hmm. as well. Just by understanding or, or thinking that this is what it is, it might move people to do great things, right? Kind of like a placebo, right? Mm -hmm. It might not be real medicine, but some people believe it. The power of belief is so strong that it can heal people, right? And I think that's what, what happens with a lot of these artifacts and, and stories. Well, I am a believer so I think you need to grow your hair out. So when I go to heaven and then you're going to heaven, but then they send you the other way for not believing and grab you by your hair and pull you in. So here's the other part, too. Right. Yeah. If if because I understand religion just because mm -hmm. I don't believe in it the same way you do doesn't mean I don't understand it. Apparently, especially your people, 
Christians believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Yeah. We are all forgiven already. So it doesn't matter if I believe in it. Oh. I'm going to heaven anyways. At the end of the day, I do good things, right? I, I do good things. I, I help people. I don't, I, I, you know, I try to not break the law. You know, so if I'm going to go to hell for speeding, then fuck, we're all screwed, right? <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, I believe like being a good person is 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 the best thing you can do here on earth, right? So that's why I'm not afraid to to think oh, on my own okay. because it, by by your standards, I've been forgiven already. Okay. You know, I used to have these arguments because I, I grew up Catholic, like I said, and I have a friend who was who was Christian. That's funny because as he got older, you know, in his 20s, he became like Catholic, like he he actually got baptized and everything else. So it's um it's 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 funny because he went from like the, you know, kind of light, you know, Catholic to hardcore becoming, Catholic, you know, Catholic. But Christians, I always consider you guys like more light, like Catholic, like because like, your priest can get married. You don't even have priests, right? You no. have uh, ministers or whatever. Um, so anyway, so I think we're good. We're like the National Guard. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm good. Uh, that's funny. I think I'm covered. But okay, so you we okay, so yes, I think we both agree that no matter what our beliefs are, that this this thing could be real. Yeah, the Ark of the like Covenant a could exist. Historical yes. thing. That okay. um, the um, the Ten Commandments, uh, which were written on two tablets, um, mm -hmm. and not iPads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> two stone tablets uh, and they were put in there so they believe that about a year after exodus so after a year after the um uh israelites right left egypt right freed themselves mm -hmm. uh from egypt um they the the ark was created down to the t following jesus or god's instructions remember when moses was in mount uh cyan cyana or whatever you say Sinai? it no so, yes, um, he talked to God, right? He was gone for 40 days and 40 nights and all mm -hmm. that. And that's when he got the, the the tablets, right? That's when he got the Ten Commandments. And he also got instructions on how to build this ark, right? So a year after the Exodus is when this ark was built. Like I said, it's made out of, I believe it's cedar wood and then covered in gold with the two angels on, on top, right? But there's other items in there too. Do yes. you know what those other two items are? Um, Isn't one like... Aaron's rod. Yes. Which I want points for saying Aaron's rod without giggling. Mm, well, you just yeah, almost made it. I did. Almost made it. I'll give you. I'll give you nine points. I don't know what Aaron's rod did. I'll help you. I'll help you. Okay. I, I, I'll tell you. Tell what me that about is. Aaron's rod. What uh, What else is there though? Before. Um, we... I think the spear. Nope. No. Nope. That that the spear that punctured Jesus is not in there. No, you're probably confusing oh. that with Aaron's rod. Oh. Um, I think... Don't confuse your rods, girl. No. They're all different. <laughs> no, they are. All rods are made in different shapes and sizes. All are created. Pot of mana or mana. I don't know exactly how you say that. It's spelled M-A-N-N-A. -N -N -A. Um, so mana? Mana. If you want to play it like night. No, I think it is mana. Pot of mana or no, mana. Yeah. Mana fell from the sky. Mm, but this is not... What it what okay so what is that manna fell from the sky what's That's, that I I believe now remember I didn't pay attention a lot but during the forty days and forty nights that's how they ate manna fell from the sky and fed them every day 
kind of like um that's okay so you're right that is very cute that you think you believe it fell from the sky man it is it's just it's a seed that grows in the desert so you can you can say it the way you want to say it, and it fell <laughs> from the skies or you can just believe the truth that it's just it's something that's out there in the desert and it's a seed that they use to make like a, a mushy type bread so yes you are correct and this is what i'm talking about see there's stories that people come up with. And so you heard the story that this thing fell from the sky. But yet, It's like cloudy with the chance of meatballs. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> in the BC area. So, the, yes, but you're, you're right. You stole that from the, the Bible. But the thing is that this is, so that's funny you say that because there's other stories that go along with it that Jesus also told them, you know, that this would make them not poop, essentially. Right. What? And so it was good because then you don't have to poop on the desert and defecate. And all. So I'll get into they that. They got into that? Yes, the Bible does? I'll tell you exactly. No. Yep, but I'll tell you right now. This is weird. The real history behind it. So let's start with, we talked about the Ten Commandments. We all know what the Ten Commandments are. It's just, they they were on two stone tablets. And um, essentially, I believe, uh, described to be about two feet uh, long, each one's pretty heavy, pretty heavy stones. Uh, but let's get into Aaron's rod, right? So Aaron's okay. rod uh, is cited twice Uh as exhibiting uh, miraculous powers on its own. Mm-hmm. Aaron was Moses' brother. Oh. So when so that's his staff, essentially. So mm-hmm. you know, Moses had his own staff, right? So when, um, do you remember uh, in, in the stories that you've heard, right? When Moses went to go free the slaves, he visited the, 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 the Pharaoh, right? Quite a few times. Mm-hmm. And he said, let my fucking people go. And he goes, nah, I'm not going to let your people go. And he's like, oh, come on. If you don't let my people go, you know, we're going to release a plague upon you, right? And then there was a plague. And, oh, and then one like of the times. COVID-19? Yeah. Kind of, oh, whew, you're right. It's, it is it is it's, getting close to yes. that time. So, and then the other, one of the other times when he went to him, he wanted to show him the power of Jesus and so God told him, or not Jesus, I'm sorry, God, God told him, he goes, um, use your rod. I'm going to give you through me. I'm going to give you powers uh, mm-hmm. to show off and, 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 and explain to this Pharaoh that you are, you have my power and my blessing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he also uh, blessed Aaron's rod or his staff. And so I know you've heard the story <laughs> of when, see, there's a giggle. <laughs> Each time you giggle, it's going to be one point taken <laughs> off. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's. Um, I'm just, I think I'm, um, that I am coveting my neighbor's staff. And oh, I shouldn't do that. Your neighbor's staff? <laughs> or uh, Moses' brother's staff. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good no. for us either. No. <laughs> That you're coveting anyone's other stuff other than mine. Okay. No, other than okay. Mario's rod. Then I'll stop. Now, anyways, so when Moses was trying to show off his powers, he threw his staff down and he turned it into a snake. Or oh, actually, um, let me correct that. Do you not remember that? Yes. Okay. So it, it was actually Aaron's staff or Aaron's oh. rod that they threw down. So he actually told Aaron to throw down his staff. It turned into a cobra. I believe it was a cobra. And then the Pharaoh was like, like the Pharaoh was like, yes, he goes, I have those powers too. look at my freaking my two um, not magicians, but whatever, whatever they were um, is um, his assistants, whatever. They threw down their staffs, too, and they uh, turned into snakes, too. So he's like, see, we, oh, we, we know, know the same tricks. Yeah, we know the same tricks. Essentially, he's like, you're not, you know, you know. And so essentially Aaron's rod um, actually ended up killing those other two sn- two snakes. Oh. Um, the Pharaoh was still not impressed. 
but that's the story so that's the that's the famous rod that you know turned into a snake and killed the pharaoh's uh guards or magicians whatever you want to call them um that was like the original dog fighting yeah and so and so that's the that's the famous rod he also did some other you know cool tricks with it and uh <laughs> like and what I, I don't know, but oh, he did other sorry. stuff around the the desert and stuff with it too. They just <laughs> mentioned that he he did a few other small little miracles, like Moses' staff. He 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 opened the Red Sea, mm. right? That's pretty huge. Um, he yeah. did a lot of other uh, miracles, like I said. Just you know, they mentioned he did a bunch of stuff with it too. But Aaron's rod, you know, did something not as miracle miraculous. Is it as, the Red Sea or the Dead Sea? I think it's the Red Sea. Oh, okay. Either one, he opened up a fucking sea. Okay. Which is actually, technically, it was a river, but it was a big, big, big river. So anyways, that is Aaron's rod. So Aaron's rod is is Moses' brother's staff that's oh, in this. And it's in there. It's in there, too. This all reminds me of the George Carlin bit where he's like, only in America do we have so much shit. And then we buy a house to put all the shit in. And then we get so much shit, it doesn't fit in the house. And then we have to go and get a storage unit so we can put our shit in there. Is that so, really a card, uh, card George Carlin bit? Yeah. Because that sounds like our life. <laughs> that sounds like everything that we, we have. That is Americans. That know. is Americans. That's why there's the storage units are like one of the biggest businesses in america so that's what that's what you that's that's what it reminds you that's what the yeah, ark of so, the covenant reminds you of yeah that like god's like look we have all this stuff and it's pretty important stuff so let's all let's let's create something to put it all in yeah. so it was a storage except shed. for does your storage shed uh, kill humans or or turn people into stone who touch it or disrespect it well, if we take the teenagers over there and say, help us clean this out, I guarantee you they They'll turn fall. to stone. They yeah. they just like stand there kind of. That's stir. true. That's so actually very true. It does have powers. <laughs> you, win, you win this round. But essentially, yeah, that is what this, uh, the Ark of the Covenant, supposedly, mm -hmm. if um, if you harm it, which I'm like, come on, man. That's the other piece, too. I'm like, why do you always have to talk about God? Like, he's so cruel. I'm like, that's who you want to worship? The guy who like puts a potion, a potion, a freaking uh, a spell on his box that you die if you disrespect a box like that's your loving God. That's crazy to me. That so, is crazy. Anyways, or like if you see the contents, like we've all seen the documentary Indiana Jones. If you see the contents on the inside, right, the the you know, angels come out and they kill all the evil people in the world. If you open your eyes or if you see them or look at them in their eyes, whatever, it's it's just crazy, right? So it's supposed to be heavily guarded. If you touch it or see it or see its contents on the inside, you will die most likely. All right. So now to my favorite part. This pot of mana or mana. Mana. So this is, and I'm sure that's how they said it in Israel too. Mana. Pot of mana. Um, mana. So I guess, and uh, they didn't really go into detail, but I'm assuming that this is just a pot, not the actual mana itself. It's a, where it was made was or stored. What if it, it was pot? It's crazy pot, if it pot. was if it was in there, like if there was still mana in there. Like how gross is that? Like oh. mana alone sounds gross. If once I tell you a description of it, it sounds pretty fucking gross. Although it did, people described it, well, historians have described it as kind of sweet. Um, but essentially, yeah, it was like, you said it was like a food that came from the sky. It's essentially, it's a seed that's out there in, in, in the desert. And they used it to make the food because apparently God told them they couldn't kill the fucking cattle. They couldn't 
any of the livestock they couldn't milk them so i'm like okay you have all this food and 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 you know um you know, milk and you can't use it so i don't know if that was a plan like a smart plan by moses or someone else to say nope we're gonna save our stuff we're gonna live off our, our resources our minimal resources which is this crap called manna and then we're gonna save the cattle and the and the the milk and everything else until we find our land and then then we will grow you know mm -hmm. so maybe maybe it was more than just you know uh for religious purposes or whatever maybe it was because they wanted to 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 save everything you know they're they are jews so they they didn't want to they want oh, careful they want to save careful <laughs> they just save 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 <laughs> and then um i'm surprised they didn't start banks and shit oh. um you're gonna get but anyways i mean either way i guess when they did find their land they 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 prospered and you know they 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 used the livestock and whatever i guess they they had it all all ready for them so it worked out so i can't i can't talk shit because it worked out but essentially manna like i said to see they turn into like some kind of gooey bread and it looks funky too if you look at pictures of what it it might look like it looks like um like prunes honestly it looks like prunes, like sticky prunes. You know, when 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 they're not good, not not when they're ripe, but when they when they um, what do they can them or whatever they do? Like the you know, you've had prunes yeah. before when they're all sticky yeah. and gross and all like that's what it kind of looks like. But essentially, it makes me think of masa, like corn. Yeah, but this is like black. Mm. Uh, I guess you you could kind of say it was kind of like like that too. I guess their their own version of it, and. Um, I'll be making tamales. But this was, so apparently they were told that this was going to stop them from pooping. Because, you know, they I, I don't know if that was a bad thing to poop or it was, once again, you know, everything that they talk about is like for religious reasons and there's no real reason for it. But then when you think about it, saving the livestock, not eating them, not draining all their milk, saved them because once they found a home, they were able to, to breed them and grow right what they had if not they would have killed all their cattle and they wouldn't have had anything yeah they'd but, be having barbecue every night and but run out of food. not pooping everywhere because these were you know, obviously they were slaves right they didn't know any better they weren't educated back then they didn't know about bacteria and things like that think about it if they told them to eat this stuff because then it'll stop you from from pooping and you won't have to worry about that obviously we all know that that's not good you will die if you don't poop you can't go two years without pooping right but maybe it didn't do that exactly but it it kind of it um what is it it made them um what it's do you like commodium it? md so if they got like so they didn't have to more what i'm trying to say is that they didn't have to poop everywhere so they didn't get yeah. infected they didn't they didn't poop all over the place they you know it was and they got um not stuff what do you get when you get a freaking like what you fucking get all the time we get clogged up Oh, constipated? Yeah, constipated. There you Thank go. Thank you for sharing everyone, yeah. with everyone that I get Everybody constipated. gets constipated. <laughs> you eat a little bit of mana. It's like cheese. But so maybe that's what it was. Maybe it ended up helping them because they didn't get infected. They weren't shitting all over the place, especially if you're constipated. And if they had dysentery, they didn't dehydrate. Yeah. And, and, and if you get constipated, you're just pooping like rocks, essentially. You're not that's shitting true. all over the place. You didn't get diarrhea. You didn't get sick or dehydrated. So maybe there were other real reasons why this ended up working out but either way this is what they ate mostly through their journey um while they were you know um, escaping from from the egyptians so a pot of that like i said i hope there isn't like actual food in it i hope it's just <laughs> the, the pot itself 
but who knows? Apparently, it's a it's a pot Somebody's where this stuff was made. Somebody's grandmother saved it. Yeah, so it's just weird. It's the the tablets, the two tablets with the Ten Commandments, Aaron's rod, um, not what you're thinking, mm-hmm. and then a pot of mana, not pot. Okay. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. So, anyways, um, so what do you think after hearing all this stuff? I told you what I thought about the the Ark of the Covenant. You obviously believe it's real, but where do you think it is? Well, that's what I thought was so interesting. It's because everybody has an opinion, and most of those opinions came from before there was a lot of technology. So you don't hear near sightings or little places where it could be now that the world has went global. So it's all like pre-GPS kind of like the internet was around but it wasn't not everyone had it so they i feel like they myth busted a lot of things where these places are i did think it was really interesting that there's these beliefs that it was brought over to the united states and of course americans would be like of course it would wind up here but it was really interesting that they found in the petrified forest up in holbrook a um how do you say it holographic holographic what like when they painted on the walls holographic. oh <laughs> a holograph or oh a hieroglyphic yeah when they painted that's what you're on trying to say yeah when they painted <laughs> on the walls they found one that was yes, hieroglyphics hieroglyphics they found one that looked like the um the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, the way I described it. Like, yes, uh, exactly. Uh, you know, a, a rectangle with two kind of triangle shapes on top. And it doesn't match anything else around, like you know, like the the style of the indigenous people in that area. They had a certain style, so all the paintings match. And then out of the blue, there's like this like box. <laughs> so I think that that is really interesting. That imagine it did wind up and then they believe that maybe it was hidden in the Grand Canyon in because the Grand Canyon has not all been um what is it called like it hasn't been explored like not every ounce of the Grand Canyon Yeah I mean Canyon. there's too many caves it's too hard to get into most of those places in in the Grand Canyon so even with technology it'd be hard to to hit every single spot in there So Holbrook is very plain uh, it's by the Petrified Forest, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, not many caves or mountains uh, to hide anything in. So that's why they believe that if it is there or close to that area um, in Arizona, um, the, the Grand Canyon would be the best place to hide it, you know, and, yeah. and for us to still not find it either through aerial view or through technology. Because just like you said, so many places that still have been unexplored in the Grand Canyon. So that would be a great place to see it. But uh, just going back to the hieroglyphics, so it's not that it doesn't match the style of like the, the it's, it is, they did date it. It yeah. is old. It is like they, they're thinking that the Hopi did it because that's the, I believe that's the tribe that was there for, you know, during the time of, of most of these hieroglyphics or who did most of these hieroglyphics because there is um, like men, um, almost holding it up what they believe are like supposed to be humans or men or something kind of like they're carrying it mm-hmm. uh, on the side so it's 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 just weird that 
you know this would be there because like you're right it doesn't match other stuff because it's it's the only thing that that looks this way as far as this you know describing yeah. an object everything else is of its nature the things that are all around there right the animals around there humans you see kids you see families you see paintings of you know uh, i'm not sure if it's buffalo or deer whatever animals roamed those areas which is is natural and you that makes sense because mm -hmm. those are the things you see in yeah. those areas but you don't see men carrying a box like this that resembles yeah. the ark of the covenant unless somebody really was carrying Carried. the ark of the covenant <laughs> across like, the plains i better write this down <laughs> right somebody's like yeah i i got to take yeah it's like taking a picture like what the fuck is that <laughs> hey yo ralphie <laughs> snap a picture of this fool i know and it, what's really interesting about there's so many like people follow this i mean it makes sense why it made it into pulp culture movie is because people have been tracing this like it gets mentioned multiple times in the bible um then they even after the biblical times that they people have sightings the one of the last places was it was taken um by a uh, persian princess over to Ireland. Yep. Um, a lot of stuff from this time. The Hill of Tara. Yeah. The it's in the county of Meth, Ireland, is the last place that it, in, in the history books that it was seen, supposedly. That's, that's and, and you're right, it was taken over by, by some princess. And uh, from there, it was believed to have moved. That's when people believe, you know, wherever it lies now, because they've done studies. Um, it was actually excavated, this uh, hill of Tara, in 1899, but nothing was found. So, and even now, people have gone back there, and there's there's nothing there. So, that's where they believe from wherever wherever it is now, it was last seen in Ireland, and that's where where they, they may have taken it from. So, um, it was also believed to have been brought over to Virginia, um, along with the Stone of Destiny. So, from the same place from that hill of Tara uh, in Ireland by Jonathan Swift. Do you know who Jonathan Swift is? No. He is the author of Gulliver's Travels. No. So he was also a, um, a, re a religious fanatic, or he was also, I don't know if he was, I don't think he was a priest, but he was um, very dedicated to the church, and he lived in that area where the hill of Tara is. Oh. So he was very... Um, in with the church he he was he he had a lot of access and he was popular yeah well in the end he, he wrote the gulliver's travel so he was you know kind of like a, a modern day mm. jakey rollins if you will <laughs> uh with access to a lot of these things from yeah. the church so they say that uh, they believe he gave it as a wedding present to some american in virginia i don't know why i don't really buy this story as much but it's still interesting to hear right so along with with the the ark of the covenant came the stone of destiny now you know a little bit more about the stone of destiny so i don't know if you want to talk about that but the stone of destiny was supposed supposedly found in this this private land in virginia turns out they did some tests on it it doesn't match um uh dirt or rocks from israel so they don't believe the stone of destiny and the is stone of destiny is believed to it has a really interesting story because it was in scotland and then when um, England took over reigning Scotland, they took this. And the um, Stone of Destiny is where Jacob laid his head and had the big 
um, dream of a stairway to heaven, right. um, which later turned into a really cool song. So it's very important. <laughs> Is that really where that song came from? I don't think so, but maybe. Oh. <laughs> now I want to look that up. Uh, maybe, yeah. Anyway, so this dream, he, this is the the stone, which, God. So, yeah, it originally originated from Pillow, Israel. Stones were pillows. Yeah, and then so they went back and forth, and it, it was used as a coronation stone for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years for England, and then in the 90s, England, so people, so Scottish people have stolen it and then they took it back. It's been like this whole, like, what are those little garden gnomes that people steal? Yeah, just and take <laughs> it. turned into a garden's gnome over centuries and centuries. But in the 90s, England agreed to let it go back to Scotland. They can have it, but... Because it's such a historical thing, like the Queen of England right now, she sat on She's it. She's the last person to sit on yeah, it, right? During when the coronation. She got, so yeah. essentially then this place in Virginia is full of shit then. Yeah, they're they're full of shit. Because the but real nice one story. is is in Scotland. It's a nice story. And if I found a stone that looked like it, I would try and, and sell it. I believe to it was too. stolen from um well I don't know if it was stolen, but taken during the um um what do you call it? The, the, the Crusades. The Crusades. Yeah. During the Crusades, and that's when it went to England and they made a seat out of it or whatever. Um, so, so crazy. Another thought is that it could also be uh, in Ethiopia. We saw some, some oh, shows yeah. on this, and I'm not going to get into all the crazy shit because that, that show was entertaining, but I think it was more of a, of a show just for entertainment than real historical purpose mm -hmm. because the guy essentially said, well, there's there's hints that... It's in Ethiopia in, in a in a temple, a Christian temple, which are all in these different islands in Ethiopia. So the guy went on a, on a pilgrimage, and as he went, he would go into these different temples, and he said, it's in this temple. And he's like, oh, really? He's like, can I see it? Nope, you cannot see it. Okay, great. Then you go on to another temple. They're like, oh, wait, they are saying it's in this <laughs> temple. But those guys claim that it's in their temple. It's like, yes, but this is another one. Or like, well, there's more than one? They're like, yeah, it's kind of more of a representation. So essentially, it ended up being like that. It was just dumb. Like but they believe it. They believe they it. Believe. The, the locals believe it was in there, but it, you know, so essentially, it, this guy went on a wild goose chase uh, looking for it, and at one point, they said it was in this one temple where, but he couldn't see it because he had slept with his wife within the past few <laughs> days or months or something, and he had eaten, and so therefore, he's like, oh no, I'm sure if, if they asked him, like, did you sleep with your wife or have you eaten? And he said no to either of those. They would have made up something. I was like, oh, have you yawned? <laughs> have you have you taken a breath in the past 10 minutes? Oh, yes. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Only those who have gone more than 10 minutes without breathing may <laughs> may enter. So I, I'm sure it was one of those where they, and he was a big white guy. He's like six foot one amongst all these like little Ethiopians. So I'm sure he stood out. Uh, either way, uh, it was interesting to to watch that that show on him looking for the the Ark of the Covenant in Ethiopia. But I can guarantee you, it's not in Ethiopia. After watching that shit show, <laughs> um, let me see where else. So the other one too is the well, we talked about the Stone of Destiny in Virginia, and so anyways, so from there, that's where they believe that if it did come with the Stone of Destiny, um, the Ark of the Covenant split up and they went somewhere else, and that's how they believe it may have ended up in arizona so during the the 1700s when they said it was it came over 
Um, so who knows? Who knows if, if that'd be cool if it was in Arizona. I'm going to believe that it's in Arizona. And then we're going to see it come to fruition here in uh, in the next few months or in the next yeah. year as the it's world everything. ends. So the last one, and this is one of my favorite stories. I don't know how much I buy it, but it's still fucking interesting. And I think you really got into this one too, right? But on January uh, 6, 1982, an archaeologist named Ron Wyatt claims to have found it in a cave in Israel. So this is a cave that he believed that from the studies he had done, that it was supposed to be hidden about 600 years. God told, I guess, Moses or whoever uh, gave instructions to hide it in this specific location. This location was ended up being a cave that was underground beneath the location where Jesus was to be crucified. Obviously, nobody knew that. Obviously, God knew that at the time. If, if he knows everything, right, he knew exactly what he was doing. But supposedly, it was under that, in that cave, under where, the, the, where they put the crucifix, right? So there's a spot uh, where Jesus was crucified. And this guy, um, which is named um, Wyatt, Ron Wyatt, he believes to have found this spot where Jesus was crucified. So all he did was go under, start digging. They found a cave that was right under that spot. So I started digging, digging, digging. Supposedly there was a, a, a hole big enough for one of his assistants to climb in to. And the guy went in, but literally turned right back around, said the guy was in tears and said, I can't go in there no more. And he left. So he made the hole bigger and he was able to get in there. Now he said he found a few other, he saw some items as he was going into this little cave as he's got a little flashlight, but he didn't see the ark, right? So as he's digging more and more, he finds a, um, a like a 18 inch space between the, the ceiling of the cave and something else that's flat. So as he's sh uh, shining his light in there, he sees something flat, like a, a, t a top to so like a cover to a box, mm -hmm. like stone or he can't tell what it is, but it looks like it's been broken open. And there's a crack right above that that leads all the way up to the top, which he believes is where Jesus was crucified. And that crack goes, that opening goes all the way from the top to the bottom, right? Now, if you remember in from the Bible, right, and God explains it that when Jesus was crucified, um, in in uh, when or I, I believe when he passed away, the earth shook. Oh right? yeah. There was there was uh, there was uh, earthquakes mm -hmm. and the earth shook and and cr there were cracks and so they believe this crack was done at that time. So on top of this box, there's some black substance. Mm -hmm. And then he looks up right above it on that crack. There's black substance that looked like it was on the rocks that had leaked down into the box. The box was open. He couldn't look into it because it was too small of an opening. He couldn't get in there uh, between the top of the cave and the top of the box. But that substance, he thought, this looks like blood. Mm. So he took some of that, that blood and he took it to a lab in Israel. And they had it tested. Now, this is where it gets tricky, right? So essentially what they're trying to say is that this could be the blood of Jesus from when he was stabbed, right, with the spear that we talked about earlier. And the blood dripped into the, the, the cave, dripping into the ark, right? The ark broke when, when the earth shook and went into whatever is inside the ark, which, you know, what, what we believe. That's freaking me out. So when he took it to get tested, the blood had 23 chromosomes. Normally, humans have 20, uh, 44 chromosomes, right? 22 from the mother, 22 from your father. This one only had 23 chromosomes, right? With a Y chromosome making him a male. So 
that was weird. They're like, they only had the humans, humans cannot live with 23 chromosomes, right? You cannot, mm-hmm. you cannot make a human with Unless that. you were made in a woman's belly and there was no man oh, except God. for the Y chromosome that he created so that the child would be yep. a boy. The other part to this is that the blood was found to be alive. Yeah, that was crazy. So that's crazy. The guy died in um, Ron in 1999. But before he died, he came out to the world and said, and he, he went on, recorded himself and did a few speeches, told the world that he had, he told him about the, the 23 chromosomes. He told him about his discovery. But the reason why this hasn't come out yet is because he when he went back in there, after discovering the the blood and getting all that information, that he re- was recording himself and he actually ran into two angels. The two angels helped him um, to to um, straighten the whole cave out, so everything was like in order. They even helped him take the two tablets out, which are the Ten Commandments, and they placed them at the entrance of this cave, which apparently only a few people know, but it hasn't been disclosed because the world isn't ready for this, as he was told by the angels and by God Himself. But apparently because the Ark of the Covenant is here to save us when the um, the beast presents himself, right? Or when the, the laws of the beast is what they call it, right? Because mm-hmm. apparently it's going to be somebody in human form and human shape to kind of trick us. They're going to create these laws and that's what they're going to call the number of the beast, right? And these that's how they're going to come. That's It's as, as a law. So when this law gets passed, the law of the beast, as they call it, is when the Ark of the Covenant, Covenant, the Ark of the Covenant, will be revealed. That sounds like tomorrow. And so that's why it wasn't revealed yet. That's according to this guy. That's what he said. He said, and and the video will come out, all the proof will come out, and it is here, just waiting to save us. And that was. Probably one of the more interesting stories that yeah. I heard of the Ark of the Covenant. It doesn't help us find it, uh, but according to him, it is still in Israel, right underneath that cave where Jesus was crucified. So, I think the Ark of the Covenant is the best thing to ever happen to tales from the Guard Tower because that is. I was going to say to Steven like. Spielberg. No, because he. <laughs> that too. Or Harrison but, Ford. No, it's just that there are so many stories that you could just go on and on and on. Even when you go through the Bible stories, like one was like, oh, they took the Ark of the Covenant and they took it through the River Jordan and um, and, and not like the Dead Sea divided up, but that that the river like subsided so that they could cross the river i've been to that to the river jordan and i was like well it's kind of like a little tiny river so um but it's just one of those things that it's just like so interesting that there's like a story and then someone else is like so wait are you trying to say that those stories were exaggerated about the river jordan no i'm saying that it's very tells from the guard tower that someone would have a story and then someone else would be like, no, I've been there and it doesn't work, you know, blah, oh, blah, yeah. blah. Because I'm trying to think of the River Jordan. I was really like, I thought the River Jordan was going to be much bigger than what it was. Yeah, I've seen the pictures. You wore a white shirt, too. 
Oh my god, I you was very the, inappropriate. You were you were a, you you were in a white t-shirt contest in the River Jordan essentially. No, I was not, but I did wear a bikini to the Dead Sea and it didn't even dawn on me that that would be inappropriate. You wore a bikini. I like did full a bikini, bikini. Yeah, like a bikini the top. top. Yeah, and then I ha- think I had shorts on. You wore a thong. And I didn't Yeah, I was like I was not a thong, but I really did not in my at 27 really think that that was going to be a problem. I or, don't know. or a white t-shirt or a white t-shirt i don't it, With i no know bra on at the, oh underneath. I, now see now you're exaggerating well that's how this happened <laughs> and then another story was like during this battle someone had the idea that they would take the ark of the covenant and they would um they would carry it around the battlefield and it was all and i was like that is such an officer idea to be like let's take this thing that's that is supposedly like um, very dangerous and one of a kind and yeah. let's and and we're just supposed to have be two, fighting have two privates carry it around yeah i mean that sounds like fire watch or something like that yeah <laughs> take these sandbags and just run around with them and then sounds like a punishment to me i know <laughs> yeah exactly someone did something wrong and then they started talking about the philistines took the ark to several places in their country and at each place misfortune befell them at Ashfoot, it was placed in the temple of Dagoon. The next morning, Dagoon was sick or something like that. Um, then um, the people of Ashdod were smitten with tumors and a plague of mice was sent over the land. The affliction of boils and also visited was also visited upon the people of Garth. Or, yeah, Garth. Garth Brooks. <laughs> and of Ekron and and don't forget of George Strait <laughs> the people of George Strait but it was just so funny I'm like uh, no you guys just had a burn pit yeah <laughs> and all those things are from the burn pit yeah <laughs> so well, I just thought it fit it fit so perfectly with tells from you're the- you're not you're not joking because there's also in the, like from this we could spin like 10 different tales from the guard tower because another one and I'll, I'll kind of wrap it up with this so Moses, when he was up there, you know, the burning bush, mm-hmm. supposedly he was talking to that was God. So I don't know if what what the um, what the actual bush is that's out there. But supposedly that bush itself has um, what do you call it? Um, not, not, it it kind of has like a psychotropic oh, uh, effect. So kind of psychedelic. Yeah. So it, it, if you smoke it or inhale it, <laughs> it, it can make you hallucinate hallucinate um and so that's kind of been improving those and they don't know which which tree or bush he was talking about but they are there is a a certain type of bush out there that if you if you do burn it or smoke it it does have those effects on you so they're saying this could have also been like if he was a real person and this bush was on fire for some reason because apparently this was also a volcanic area where he was in and so imagine him just like Im- imagining then he's literally 40 days up there he's carving out these two tablets <laughs> with the 10 commandments right and so as he's fucking smoking this special bush so there's we can get it that could be a whole show on its own yeah like looking and researching because we didn't research that i just know that from reading other stuff and hearing other people talk about it that those potentially are things that could have happened as well so imagine history is written in these little moments but, you know, like, for example, like the Mormons, right? Mm-hmm. John or who was it that went out and, 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 
and found the uh, the seals, right? That told the angels brought him these seals. But what if he was hallucinating? What if he's out in the desert true. smoking too? Yeah. So who knows? You know. But I la- listen, last these- time my bush was burning, the doctor gave me cream. It stopped burning. That's all. And all was good. That's all you need. See, <laughs> you, you didn't write no Ten Commandments, right? Nope. All right. So I think we've bored people enough with history, <laughs> but I love it. So um, you know, we um, this is our last. Uh, uh, Tales from the Guard Tower for season two. Can't mm-hmm. wait. Yeah, I have some special stuff for next season. Wow. If you were into this season, if you liked the stuff from this season, if you were creeped out by this or interested in in, in any of the topics we covered this season for Tales of the Guard Tower, just wait. And I'm we've scared. got some awesome shit for you guys uh, in store for season three. So for Crystal... My bush is burning. <laughs> Reedy. I'm outside the wire. Guire. See you guys next week. Are you all ready to up your drinking game? Absinthe Minded AZ is a pretty freaking amazing and super rare company. Absinthe is truly an acquired taste type of drink. People like Picasso, Hemingway, and Van Gogh were known to throw back a few. I mean, The Raven may have never been written if Edgar Allan Poe wasn't drinking this stuff. Who, by the way, was an artilleryman in the United States Army. Go Redlegs. This misunderstood spirit became legal again in the United States in 2007. And now you can try it for yourself here in AZ. Plus, co-owners Doc Ordovich and Justin Slusher are pretty cool dudes. Absence Minded is produced with 100% natural herbs based off of traditional formulations with variations to accommodate the palates of the modern drinker. Pour, sip, and enjoy. So if you want to find out more about this amazing company, go to their Facebook page or AbsenthemindedAZ.com. And their Instagram page is pretty dope. Sweet Stash is a home-baked business specializing in cake pops, brownies, cakes, and more. Celebrate your special occasions with all of your favorite people. If we're at a party and they have Sweet Stash, I know where Mario will be by the cake pop stand. To place your orders, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. What you drinking? My favorite drink ever, pistachio blended brew with a coffee base and a little extra shot of caffeine from Sweet's Cold Brew Coffee Company. Gotta get ready for that show, Crystal. And did you know that Sweet's Cold Brew is the first and only cold brew coffee shop in the state of Arizona? It's for rad people only. I'm rad. The only thing that would make them better is if they sold beer and wine. Funny you should say that. Just check out their menu at sweetsbrew.com. That's sweets with a Z in the middle. Uh, They also got an awesome Instagram page. Mmm, Catino Sauce Company has the sexiest, hottest, hot... uh, Nope, that's all wrong. Hold on. Catino is the sexiest, hottest, hot, hot sauce. Damn it. That's all wrong. What are you doing? Trying to record this ad for Catino Sauce Company. Catino? You mean the best damn hot sauce on the planet with tons of flavors like jalapeno, habanero, chipotle, verde, and all kinds of others I can't pronounce. 
They also have amazing limited flavors like mango and blueberry. Yep, that's it. My favorite is Ghost. It makes my butt burn. <laughs> you gotta act fast though, because they're always selling out of that one. Okay. Just visit CatinoSauce.com for more flavors and customized bundles. Also, go ahead and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. My homeboy and CEO of Catino Sauce Company, Jacob, will appreciate that. Um, where are you off to? I'm going to check out Alien Donuts. They are a funky, hip donut concept with planetary beats and out-of-this-world treats. They have vegan, gluten-free, classics, specialty, and space-based donuts. Yum. What else have they got? They also offer nitro brew coffee, rocket shakes, and freshly made ice cream. And how can I find them, Crystal? Well, they are located in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale on Fifth Avenue. You can also find them on Facebook, Instagram, or AlienDonuts.com. Do not stop believing. 